Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we start a new Thanksgiving tradition and talk about what we're thankful for Disney-wise in the past calendar year. Find all episodes of this podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you find podcasts. And we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. If you'd like to support the podcast, check us out on Patreon.com slash DisneyDeciphered, where you can receive bonus content. Or you can support the podcast at no cost to you by using me as your travel agent. Get started by emailing josephchung at travelmation.net. If you have any questions for the podcast, email us anytime, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com. Tweet at us at WWDeciphered on Twitter, or find us on Facebook and Instagram, DisneyDeciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. I'm Joe from As the Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So we have decided to start a new Thanksgiving tradition here at Disney Deciphered. You know, there's a lot of negative things going on at Disney and through Disney. I mean, Leslie, as we are recording yesterday, they announced that prices are going up at Walt Disney World. Today, as we are recording, people are sitting in queues trying to get Magic Keys. I know you've been busy all morning. I don't know if you saw the news, but uh, Magic Key opened up this morning as we're recording. Oh, I did not see the news yet. So in real time. Um, Very, very interesting. Okay. Well, the news broke a couple hours ago, and then the queue opened up uh, half an hour ago. And I have a buddy who is in the queue. I gave him a heads up that annual pass sales were resuming and now i kind of regret it because he's not like a he lives in southern california but he's not a huge disney person but i know he's had annual passes in the past but i'm like oh i hope he's able to get reservations otherwise i'm going to feel bad so uh (laughs) yeah be careful being friends with us right (laughs) yeah i know Anyway, all that's to say that uh, there's always a lot of negativity surrounding Disney these days, but we thought a nice tradition to start would be Thanksgiving week on the Thanksgiving episode. Let's talk about three things we're each thankful for Disney-wise over the past calendar year. So, you know, there are things that you're always thankful for Disney-wise, like it gives you memories with your family, yada, yada, yada. But we are thinking, you know, let's be a little bit more contemporary. And every year we can talk about the three things we have been thankful for Disney-wise recently. So let's uh, get started, Leslie. Uh, And of course, if you're in the United States, happy Thanksgiving to all of you as you're listening to this. Uh, It is the week of Thanksgiving. But Leslie, what do you uh, have to start us with? What are you thankful for in the year of 2022 for Disney? So I'm really thankful that at this point, at the moment we're recording this, that pretty much everything has returned to Disney parks. I mean, not a hundred percent, but compared to where we were at this time last year, you know, it feels a lot more like we are back at full capacity and that's, you know, of course has some negatives to it, but you know, we're running, we're firing on all cylinders. Like cast members have been rehired. All the hotels are open. You know, we have a normal Christmas party at Disney world. We have all the entertainment offerings back for the most part. So I'm very thankful for that because, you know, I do think that the parks were kind of a shell of their former selves in the many months that they reopened after, you know, COVID and everything like that. So, so I'm glad to see that. So we can complain about a lot of the, you know, details, but, you know, I'm glad people are, are, back to work. And I'm, I'm glad to see that we're, you know, we're coming out of this. It's just a sign that things are slowly but surely getting back to normal more generally. All right, Leslie. Well, I was going to save this for last, but um, since you kick things off, I guess I'm going to go in reverse order 
now. I'm going to save my, I'm going to do my best first. Since this is related to what you said, I want to say I am very thankful for the cast members this year. As we've said, they have had a very difficult time this year, you know, especially with inflation, like what they're, they don't get them paid enough as is. And then with the way things are going this year, uh, their pay is even worse and they're understaffed. But the reality is, you know, I have lots of clients have gone to all of our different Disney things this year. And like, it's really hard to think of any real negative cast interactions. And the majority of stories I've heard are just positive cast interactions. And really these are the frontline people who are making helping families to make happy memories at Disney. So really did want to give them a shout out and say that we are still thankful for them. I mean, the only real negative thing I've heard about cast members is that there are not enough. And, you know, that's not the cast member's fault that uh, has to do with a lot of things. So like you said, it's great to see them back in the parks. And yeah, I mean, personally, I've had plenty of wonderful cast interactions this year and a quick plug and reminder um you know my daughter's friend was at disney world this past week actually there during um tropical storm nicole and you know they did not plan their trip I, you know I, I i didn't help them plan their trip they planned it on their own and i didn't kind of get looped in until after they were there but uh they had a very like non Leslie and Joe type of trip. They were staying off site. You know, they didn't have a park hopper. And, you know, they were just like sometimes buying Genie Plus, sometimes not even buying Genie Plus. But they had an amazing time. And I thought of the cast members because, you know, he, the kid, he got a birthday pin and they were so nice to him. And still, cast members are so great at making you feel special, especially if you're there at Disney celebrating on a special occasion. Yeah. Two thumbs up to all the cast members. And like you said, they, are sort of bearing the brunt of there not being enough of them. And that means they have to work that much harder and probably deal with that much, you know, more <laughs> unhappy customers. Um, so we've had plenty of good interactions as well. And, you know, a lot of them are are new. A lot of them are green. And so they're not as well equipped to sort of be thrown into this deep end. And a lot of them have really risen to the challenge. So definitely agree with that. And hopefully it only gets better for them in 2023. <laughs> For sure, for sure. All right, what is your second thing that you're thankful for? Now I'm worried, like, um, just so you all know, before we started recording, I was like, I'm not worried that we're going to double up, Leslie, but now you've got me worried. So what's the second thing you're thankful for? I'm crossing my fingers so you don't take another one of mine. All right, I don't think we're going to double up here, Joe, so so we'll see. So so this next one, I guess, is, I mean, you told me I needed to be positive, and I can't be fully positive at this moment, but so it's a little bit of a backhanded thing that I'm thankful for. Leslie, but... the spirit of Thanksgiving. Come on. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. One. Well, I mean, okay, let me just give it a shot then. So I'm actually really thankful for the Disney fan and press community getting honest this year and calling out Disney when they have been making mistakes. And I, I, I don't think, I mean, there of course have always been the clickbait websites who just complain about everything, right? And they do it for clicks. And, and that's not really a valid <laughs> community that I'm talking about. But what I'm talking about is, you know, there used to be a lot of Disney apologists in, you know, the fan community, the, the, the media community, and people are saying, you know, more honestly about how they feel and, you know, in a balanced way, in a, in a loving way, right? And, and and so it's kind of like the end of an era. There used to sort of be this this era of, and you and I lived it, Joe, of, you know, the fawning mob blogger who like never 
ate a macaroon that she didn't like at Disneyland. And I feel like the community as a whole is getting more professional and knowing when to call a spade a spade. And and I'm grateful for that because I feel like, you know, most of us who are in this community, we love Disney, but we recognize that it has its faults. And I think that's really important to making the company and the destination better for everybody. And it's not it's not fair to, you know, if you and I never said a, a negative thing about what's going on, it's not fair to people spending their hard-earned money. So I think that that honesty and that transparency is just really essential to all of this going forward. Yeah, I definitely agree. Don't want to get negative, so I'll just throw out there. There does need to be someone that's listening. Um, but yes, I, I think that the community has... I think the other thing that the criticism has done this year is it also has made a lot of people in the community realize how much they value Disney because I, I think some of the issues that are happening now are more serious than the past. Because like in the past, it was like, oh, uh, you know, I don't know, like some paint is peeling off of some attraction or something like that. And that's all really silly stuff. But I think now people are worried that what is really at the heart of the Disney experience is what is at stake. And that's why, you know, the criticism is coming out. And I think the other positive that has come out of people being more honest about how they feel is, at least for me, it's reminded me how much I love the product and how much I want to see it, you know, be the best that it can be, uh, understanding that in the end, it is a business. So I think that has opened many eyes this year. All right. So my second thing, Leslie, you know, the parks have been having a lot of issues, but, uh, and I know I only took one trip, but I am very thankful for Disney Cruise Line this year. I do feel like just the way things have gone because the parks have become so much more expensive. We've talked multiple times about how often the Disney Cruise is close to a, at the very least, a deluxe experience at one of the Disney resorts. And on Disney Cruise Line, you know, the service that we had in Alaska was just amazing. Um, you know, I don't need to belabor that point anymore. And also the Disney Cruise experience and just the ability to relax and to be able to enjoy the Disney experience without doing the Force March of Happiness, which, of course, love the Force March of Happiness. But being able to do that again, I am very thankful to, one, that Disney Cruise Line exists and the product is still so strong and the experience is still so wonderful but also uh, i'm thankful that you know we're at a point in our lives where um we can feel comfortable getting back on cruises again and so you know i have at least one scheduled for next year and hopefully uh, if i can convince my wife maybe we'll uh go on a second uh, not to talk too much out of pocket but since uh now our entire family has had COVID at this point. I'm like, oh, let's see if we can sneak another cruise in there. And uh, my, actually, I brought it up and she said, don't push it, just <laughs> so you know. <laughs> yeah, figures. So, I, I want to try to, I mean, the kids keep talking about getting on the Disney Wish. And oh, yeah. And so I haven't even been on the Disney Wish yet. But even though the Disney Wish hasn't been an A+, I think there's a lot of positivity around the Disney Wish as well. And that just gets me really excited to try new things. Disney wise. And so very thankful for um, Disney cruise this year. So yeah, Disney cruise line, two thumbs up. All right, Joe, we'll turn about fair play because you stole part of my third thing that I'm thankful for, but, but I went a little broader. So I had written down that I'm thankful for Disney destinations and, you know, vacations around the world that aren't 
Disney World, essentially, because like we say, you know, Disney World's been struggling, but there have been all these other destinations and and Disney vacations that we've been able to take this past year that have really checked a lot of boxes while, you know, Disney World is having its struggles. I mean, Disneyland, of course, I've talked so many times about how doing Lightning Lane there is like shooting fish in a barrel. I mean, I understand that certain people have their um, frustrations with Disneyland and the crowds and the magic keys and all that at the moment. But for the way I do Disney vacations, Disneyland checks all the boxes right now for me. And, you know, we also, of course, were at Alani last month and that checks a lot of different Disney boxes. I mean, had a lot of great cast member interactions had a vacation where I didn't have to be on my phone 24-7 refreshing and worrying about my schedule. It's like just, you know, as long as we got that that uh, beach chair or that pool chair in the morning, then everything else was downhill from there and it was great. So, you know, I'm really thankful for that. And then we had a fantastic vacation at Disneyland Paris. I really liked seeing, you know, a different Disney park in, you know, another country. We had been before to Hong Kong Disneyland years ago, but this was the the next international park that, you know, I had been to and, you know, it, it did things differently. I mean, having these different Disney destinations gives Disney a chance to try different things and figure out what works. I mean, this is the ultimate kind of uh, test kitchen where you try one thing in one park and it's a, a failure and you try it in another and it's a hit and then, you know, you can adjust from there. And, you know, I really liked, I said how Disneyland Paris was doing its version of Lightning Lane called Premier Access. And so maybe, you know, maybe that's a solution for Disney World down the road. You know, time will only tell. But but very, very grateful that we were able to do these other Disney trips and scratch that Disney itch while, you know, some places are having growing pains. Yeah, totally agree. Tokyo Disney is open again. Uh, I guess that's the only reliable park in Asia right now. But yeah, it's just exciting. Uh, all the different things around the world that uh, one can do Disney wise. All right. So closing things out. Uh, yes, I was supposed to close with cast members, but now I'm closing with my most trivial one. But one thing I am very thankful for Disney wise this year is Star Wars content. And I got to say that there's a lot of recency bias here because Andor is maybe my favorite thing to come out of Star Wars uh, in, I don't know, for a very long time. Even The Mandalorian, which I really enjoy. I didn't, I don't feel, I love The Mandalorian. I feel like I like Andor even more. Um, as you are listening to this, the finale will have released, and so we'll know if they've stuck the landing or not. But uh, as of right now, you know, I every Wednesday morning I have off Leslie, and I go grocery shopping as quickly as I can. And then I come home and I watch the newest episode of Andor. So I'm not going to, I don't know what I'm going to do in two weeks, but I've been really enjoying that. And then I was also thinking coming off the episode that we recorded with Nick last week, the Galactic Star Cruiser, unfortunately, it's not going to be something everyone can experience, but that is more Star Wars content and storytelling that Disney has done. Not to mention the other shows, um, cartoons like Tales of the Jedi. I know Bad Batch season two is coming out soon. So there's just like a lot of Star Wars content with and. Andor being at the pinnacle, Galactic Star Cruiser probably being one of the best experiences. But again, unfortunately, not everyone can experience that. Um, but just really excited for all the Star Wars stuff that has been coming out. And I've been able to appreciate it. You know, I like to appreciate it as a nerd, but I also like to um, appreciate it just as good storytelling. And that, you know, Andor and the Galactic Star Cruiser feel like both are just fall under the category of good storytelling. So, Leslie, I still have not 
figured out who I'm going to go with, but uh, I have started, you know, getting my uh, credits in line so that I can go one day. I'm excited to see that. And and I'm especially excited to hear the ringing endorsement of Andor because I haven't seen it yet. Uh, you know, I talked before about how my husband sort of has a problem with Marvel. <laughs> so we often don't watch the Marvel content or I have to watch that on my own. But he, he does enjoy Star Wars and we just hadn't gotten to that yet in our in our, you know, DVR queue. So going to move that one up. I, I happen to really like Diego Luna. We watched him in um, Narcos, Mexico. He's fantastic. So excited to see him in, in uh, Disney content as well. So adding that to the to the queue, moving it up. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, we can save it for uh, if we do a, one of our yearly Disney Plus episodes. And uh, the thing I will say for Andor, for people, a lot of people watch the first two episodes and then just kind of tuned out. It goes in three episode arcs for the most part, and each arc ends in a climax. And so I understand why people watched the first two and then was like, this is too boring, and then didn't watch a third. But I'll say just in terms of the character building, like it slowly builds crescendo over the course of the entire season. And some of the set pieces are some of the best. And there are there are there is casting. You may have seen it by now, but if you haven't, I don't want to spoil it. But there are people who showed up on screen that I audibly, I audibly yelped in excitement because I was so excited to see them on screen. Um, and they have all done well. Um, not like cameos, but like just good actors that I had no idea were in the show. So it's it's been good. Super exciting. All right. Uh, well, we would be remiss if we didn't end this episode by thanking you, our listeners. Uh, you know, we really appreciate just the fact that anyone wants to listen to us talk about Disney and Disney strategy. You know, we receive emails and messages uh, over the course of the year, every year, um, just people thanking us for our help or asking us questions. Um, so we just really appreciate each and every one of you who has listened this year. And hopefully we have uh, helped you, as we say, to save money, time or stress, uh, especially the stress these days, Leslie, on your Disney vacation. So thank you so much from Disney Decipher to you, our listeners. Yes, and I echo that sentiment as well. Joe always expresses thanks better than I do, but I'm really grateful. And I'm really grateful for you, Joe, as well for driving this because I, I think if it had been just me or me and somebody else, this podcast would not have stood the test of time that it has. So Joe is, is the brains and the brawn behind the operation. You see how I tricked you into at least another year, Leslie, by saying this was going to be an annual tradition because I appreciate <laughs> you so much as well. <laughs> you know, Smart. I, I want to make sure we're here next year for Thanksgiving. Well, uh, we're going to keep it a short episode. Uh, we know many of you are celebrating with your families or relaxing with your families this week. So we just from Disney Seifert want to wish you and your family the best. And in fact, we will make that our Disney do for the week. Uh, if you can, Disney, do spend some time with your family and your loved ones. I know that uh, Thanksgiving, it can be difficult, but as much as you can, please find some rest and relaxation and uh, maybe throw a little bit of Disney magic in there as well if you can. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Once again, happy Thanksgiving to all of you in the U.S. And other than that, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me, and I'll see you right here next year doing the episode again. Thanks, Joe.